from Luke 6. In these days Jesus went out to the hills to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. So we imitate Jesus. We should continue all night in prayer to God. Now, a lot of the heroic saints, they literally did that. We can continue in prayer all night to God by wearing the brown scapular, by sprinkling some holy water before we go to bed. In those times you wake up during the night, say some small prayers. Say the Jesus prayer. Say glory be as you're laying there all drowsy and sleepy. You can, you can imitate our Lord's continual prayer by little ways by that throughout the night. And when it was day, Jesus called his disciples and chose from them twelve, who he named apostles. These guys are big deals, the apostles. They're the ones he gave the deposit of faith to and trusted it to them. Simon, who he named Peter, and Andrew, his brother. Peter would be crucified upside down. Andrew would be crucified on a... Uh, X-shaped cross. And James the Greater and John. I believe those two were brothers too. And Philip and Bartholomew. Remember, remember Barth, Barth, Bartholomew, who's also named Nathaniel, the straight shooter? And Matthew, the crooked tax collector, turned good. And Thomas, Thomas the doubter. But through his doubt, we get that prayer that every Catholic prays every Sunday at, at the consecration. My Lord and my God. And James the Less. And Simon. And Judas, who we call St. Jude. And Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. And Jesus came down with them. And stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear Jesus and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch Jesus, for power came forth from him and healed them all. So go to the tabernacle, and power will come out from him. This next chapter in Baltimore Catechism is on the attributes and the marks of the church. We're going to split it in half. We'll do the attributes today and the marks tomorrow. Which are the attributes of the church? They are authority, infallibility, and indefectibility. Remember, only the church has these three attributes. Okay? The phony baloney churches don't have them. They don't have authority. They don't have infallibility. They don't have indefectibility. That's why you need, you need to remember the definition from yesterday of the, what is the church. The church is the congregation of those who profess the faith of Christ. That's the deposit of faith, 100% of it. Partake of the same sacraments. It means they have to have all seven sacraments. And are governed by their lawful pastors. That means men with apostolic authority, genuine bishops, successors of the apostles. That's the true church. Pastor Bob is not the true church. He has no authority, no infallibility, no indefectibility. Only the Catholic Church has these attributes. Now it's going to break them down one at a time. What is the authority of the church? 
Authority is the right and the power which the Pope and the bishops, as the successors of the apostles, have to teach and govern the faithful. So they have right and power to teach. To teach what? Teach the deposit of faith. Teach truth. They don't have authority to teach error. They have authority to teach truth. Now, are they going to use their authority? Well, that, that's a whole other discussion there. What is the infallibility of the church? That means the church cannot err when it teaches a doctrine of faith or morals. The faith or the morals that was given to it by Jesus to the apostles. It's called the deposit of faith. Certain individual bishops may go off the tracks and choose to teach garbage that's not the deposit of faith which they do not have the authority to do. They have the authority to teach the infallible truths given to Jesus, given to the apostles by Jesus. When does the church teach infallibly? The church teaches infallibly when it speaks through the Pope and the bishops united in general council, or through the Pope alone, when he proclaims to all the faithful a doctrine of faith or morals. Again, not a new doctrine of faith or morals, but a doctrine of faith or morals that Jesus gave to the apostles. They pass it on. At least they're supposed to. What do you mean by the indefectibility of the church? By the indefectibility of the church, I mean that the church, as Christ founded it, will last until the end of time. In whom are these attributes found in their fullness? In the Pope, the visible head of the church whose infallible authority to teach bishops, priests, and peoples in matters of faith or morals will last till the end of the world. Again, he has infallible authority to teach bishops, priests, and lay people. Teach what? Teach the deposit of faith that Jesus gave to the apostles. Not make up new stuff. In these crazy days, you got to remember all these distinctions. Or you'll get really confused. Like when you hear stuff like, the death penalty is inadmissible. You got to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's not what Jesus gave to the apostles. Or, you know, divorced and remarried Catholics can come up and receive Holy Communion. No, no, that's not what Jesus gave to the apostles. Our Pope and our bishops have authority to teach the deposit of faith, truth, that Jesus gave to the apostles. You got to watch because from time to time they step outside of their authority and start teaching garbage. So you got to know the deposit of faith. Cling to it. Our Latin for the day is Advenia Regnum Tum. Literally it's translated Come Kingdom Your. Thy Kingdom Come. Advenia Regnum Tum. Thy kingdom come. St. Pius X teaches us this means three things. We're asking for three things when we say, Thy kingdom come. We're praying to live in the state of sanctifying grace. We're praying for the propagation of the church throughout the world. We're praying for the beatific vision when it's all over. Advenia regnum tum. Thy kingdom come. Today's Tuesday, Adoration Day. The church will be open until 4 o'clock-ish. So get over there before 4 o'clock and do your mental prayer over there today.